Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal. And uh, this deck that I'm going to be looking at is Dark Tidings. Alright, yay. And uh, I have to say, I got to play a bunch of Dark Tidings in person over the weekend. A lot of uh, Dark Tidings against Dark Tidings inset violence going on there. And um, it was it was really fun. Then I played a couple games against some really high-level decks from other sets. And uh, now I did open a bunch of decks, and I picked one that seemed good, but I actually only had four with me at the time. That I, I, I'd opened four. I picked one that seemed good. It had a lot of pips in it. And I was like one turn behind these really good old decks. Uh, a Coda... A, um, and two Worlds Collide ones that I played it against. And again, each of them, it was it was about a turn behind. Maybe in, in some of those cases, I could have won if I'd played better. But these were decks in the, you know, 80s and 90s of Sass with good players. Uh, so I like Dark Titans. I'm pretty excited. And, and the, the deck had several cards that are bad quote quote unquote bad so uh i was pretty happy about that too and i just you know sometimes maybe the, they will turn out to be bad in the long run but i think it's it's good to give convention or give what a bunch of people are saying a chance to be wrong okay so we're gonna have to go down here to look at the name without looking at the houses i did see logos there so i'm going to try not to look at anything else but i did see logos and this is Benedict who preserves defense, but it's Benedict with two ends. Who does that? If you do that, I'm sorry. I'm still glad you're here. Uh, Benedict who preserves defense. Well, we know there's Logos. Defense, uh, come on, Sanctum, right? It has to be Sanctum. And um, maybe we'll say Star Alliance. But the Logos is probably where the preserves comes from, but... We'll guess Star Alliance. All right, pretty close. So we got Sync. I mean, I only guessed two, and I got half of them right. So that's not bad. All right. Uh, Logos. I am. What am I looking for in Logos? I. That has. I'm not. I'm. I'm not super sure what I'm looking for in Logos. I would like some cool combo-y stuff. I'd like some acceleration. I'm not hoping for piles of archives like I maybe would in a mass mutation deck. But hopefully some acceleration. And uh, Sanctum Sarian, just such a fun combo in mass mutation as well as in Dark Tidings. We're looking for, in both of them, some board control, some amber control, and some fun games. Sanctum probably a little more on the ramp the amber side and maybe delete the amber side. But uh, some capture and then some capture uh, uh, mitigation in Sarian as well. Medicus Lacus being a common just seems so good. But you have to remember, all your opponent has to do is raise the tide, which they could do even if they couldn't choose a house. So, because it's an omni ability. So, um, very difficult to reliably forge with Medicus Lacus, but uh, it creates a fun pressure situation. And um, if you get a card like Imperial Forge or something like that, then you can then you can combo it. 
and that can be really cool. So, oh man, I've had pretty good luck opening these tabs, and here I go failing, but that's better. All right, so let's see what we get. And uh, ooh, we'll get a little preview by looking at these. Okay, we have the Tide. We have Ward. Shocking. Uh, oh, Ward. So that means maybe like an old EGAT or something. Exalt. Yeah, I expect some of that in Saurian. Uh, Omega. What has Omega in, in these cards? Maybe um, Archon's... Uh, Archon, is it Archon's Recall, the one that draws you five cards but has Omega? Deploy. Okay, some cards are going to come down between other cards and Taunt. Shocking. Okay. Um, cool. Then let's see what we get. Ooh, Chronophage. That's a nice first card. So this is a three-power beast and robot. And it says your opponent's creatures and artifacts gain Omega. That is uh, that is serious control for. I mean, obviously they can play all the upgrades and actions they want, but uh, it is a very nice way to slow down the opponent. If you can protect this with some taunt that we know we're going to get, that can be pretty great. SLRS Australis. I don't think I've opened one of these yet. It's an artifact with a bonus amber, and it's a ship, and it has action. Exhaust up to three friendly Logos creatures. For each creature exhausted this way, play the top card of your deck one at a time. I love that. That's so cool. And you don't have to do that. You could do two and leave one creature to do something else. That's super cool. I love it. Yeah, there's Archon's Callback. Uh, it's an action with Omega. When you play it, you draw five cards. Um, it's a good turn one play. Um, I struggle to get to see it producing a lot of value in other contexts. Novu Archaeologist is a four power cyborg scientist with action archive a card from your discard pile. Okay, cool. Armadrone is a one power robot with three armor and fight steal one. Very nice. I've gotten good value out of these. Uh, and sometimes with Sanctum, you can get extra value. So we'll see. Uh, Eddie, great. Always good to see that. It's a three power AI scientist with play archive a card. And it says that your opponent's keys cost plus one for each card in your archives. I've been saying I think uh, Edai's power level went down a little bit due to not having Titan Guardian or Tau Tau Vapors in set. But you know what? Uh, maybe the archaeologist works pretty well here, and I mean that's more reliable than wormhole technician, and we have some taunt that we know is coming, so that's cool. All right, that's it for the edis though. So it's it's cool when we get multiple, but one's good. Then we have final analysis. This is an action that says play destroy each creature. Each player draws a card for each creature they controlled that was destroyed this way. Nice if you can like. Uh, segue that into a data forge or something if we had a data for i don't think we do if we had a data forge or even a uh, an honors kesis in here that could be a really uh, fun combo because the sanctum and sarian are probably going to actually uh give us a bunch of creatures on the board so being able to 
close out a key three you know with final analysis data forge or something would be fun but i don't think it's going to happen old egad is a one power two armor cyborg with destroyed ward each of old egad's neighbors one of i think four cards in this set that uh that wards not a ton of warding in this set which is good i think you know like uh there's a little bit of wording but taking some features like that in and out of certain sets is is a really good way to keep things fresh so having less wording in this set is i think good for variety uh science is an action when you play it for the remainder of the turn after you play another action card you gain an amber how many other action cards do we have final analysis archon's callback so two so far so that's a little iffy. Maybe with the Osteralis, if there are a lot of actions in the other houses, it could work great. And it's a little funky with Submersive Principle. You get to choose the ordering, but Submersive Principle loses you, Amber. So, uh, you're, yeah, I mean, it's fine, but um, feels a little weird. So Submersive Principle is an action when you play it. Each player loses an Amber, but if the tide is high, then each player loses half their Amber instead, rounding down the loss. Uh, yeah, nice. We, I haven't seen any uh, free tide raises yet. Talmud Sweetheart is a three-power human with play. Give Talmud Sweetheart Steelheart. Steelheart. Give Talmud Steelheart a plus one power counter for each card you have played this turn, including this one. Don't forget the including this one part. And then we have Theory or Conjecture. Very nice with Edai. It's an action. When you play it, you... Choose one, either you archive the top two cards of your deck or you play the top card of your deck. Really nice. All right, on to Sanctum. Ooh, Numquid the Fair is a great board clear. And in fact, if you do this like the turn before you final analysis, that's going to help you get more draw out if that's what you're looking for. Of course, without Data Forge or Honors Kesis, that seems risky. Uh, so Numquid the Fair is a three-power human with play, destroy an enemy creature. Repeat this effect if your opponent still controls more creatures than you. So you just keep doing it, and uh, really great art here. But yeah, you just keep doing the destroy an enemy creature until they have the same number or fewer than you. It is possible, uh, you know, that you play this when you're already ahead on creatures. That first destroy is unconditional, so you at least get to destroy one creature, which is really good. Alms Master is a four-power uh, human knight with one armor. It has Deploy, it has Taunt, and when you play it, each of its neighbors captures once. They're going to become real targets to kill, but, uh, you know, you could maybe protect your Edai that way, or uh, Chronophage could be good. Hold Fast is, I love Hold Fast, uh, six-power beast. It says that after one of its neighbors has dealt damage, you ready it. And, you know, there's some ways to deal a damage. Even deal damage uh, could even mean that it gets uh, absorbed by the armor. It's still dealing damage, and you would still get to ready hold fast. So there's some, again, some cool combos you can do. Cleansing Wave is an action. When you play it, you heal one damage from each creature and gain one amber for each creature healed this way. Yeah, very nice if you can uh, you find a way to damage hold fast neighbor use hold fast to fight and then cleansing wave that's a that's a nice combo two cleansing waves i wouldn't want more but two can be good 
Grand Melee is an action when you play it, you destroy each creature that does not share a house with at least one of its neighbors. And since you are, uh, since you are doing this on your turn, you can do things like kill a creature to set up so that, okay, now these, most of these don't have a neighbor that shares a house. And you can kind of manipulate the setup before you fire it to get really good value. But it's, it's, seems to me like a really good card. Heal or Harm is an action when you play it, you choose one, either you fully heal a creature and gain an amber, or you ready and fight with a friendly creature. Very nice in conjunction with the hold fast. Um, yeah, good. Uh, it's a good card. Fully heal and gain one is not a bad option sometimes either. Um, we have Martial Ewer now. This is a four-power spirit knight with two armor and play slash fight, raise the tide. So that is actually our first raise the tide effect, but I will... It's also worth saying, we, how many cards so far care about the tide? Submersive Principle. Only, only, uh, only Submersive Principle. So really the, the tide doesn't matter much for us in this deck so far. This would take it away from the opponent, which could be good. So uh, it's just kind of frosting on the cake. Then we have Shifting Battlefield. It's an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you move a friendly creature anywhere in your battle line, and that creature captures an amber. Nice, and we'll have to see how that segues with the dinos. We haven't got any other capture, really, and no uh, no board controls. Oh, no, we did get almost master. Um, so, interesting. Staunch Knight is a four-power human knight with two armor. It gets plus two power while it's on a flank. Seneschal Sargassa is just already six power, still has the two armor, doesn't care if it's on a flank, and has a cool effect. I Well, I guess the effect is a mirror, but I don't love that Staunch Knight is here. Ooh, there's a card that cares about the tide. Strange Ordination. It's an action with three bonus amber on it, and you can only play it if the tide is high. Yeah, not a lot of amber pips floating around here. Oh, there's another strange ordinance. So that is uh, ordination. So now there are plenty of amber pips. Uh, okay, on to Sarian. BCRE Urso. I love it. It's uh, Urso is is actually bear. So this is like a, a dino bear, I think. Um, I love it. But uh, it's a five power dinosaur with one armor. And when you play it or when it reaps, you may unstun a creature. That's so cool. Especially because there are some that come in stunned. But um, but just in general, being able to unstun a creature is a really nice effect. Ooh, Die No You Didn't is an action with a bonus amber. You destroy an enemy creature with an amber on it. Or with amber on it. Very nice. Yeah, that's a great effect. Then we have Humble. An action with a bonus amber that exhausts a creature, and if you do, you move three amber from that creature to the common supply. If you don't have a bunch of captured amber to delete that way, you can always just exhaust an enemy creature that doesn't have amber on it. Sararium is an, is an artifact with a bonus amber. It's a location, and it just has a static effect. It says each creature with the lowest power cannot reap. Wow. 
that's uh that's a form of amber control there and we have mostly mostly larger creatures not the egad not the armadrone but most of our creatures are three at least three two of those wow they i mean there's no additional benefit to two of them except you get the amber pip and it, it and then you know your opponent can't just destroy one and have the effect go away siren horn is an Upgrade with a bonus amber, and it gives a creature before fight move one amber from this creature to the creature it fights. That's cool. What would that be good with? Maybe the ewer, maybe the hold fast. Uh, Altruist Rostrum is an artifact, it's a location when you uh, action it, you move an amber from a creature to another creature. That's a really nice effect. Uh, just constantly available. Library of Pliosaurus is actually, I think, a little better in most circumstances, but I still like this card. Cornison Octavia is a five-powered dinosaur soldier with one armor, and it has action capture too. There's our, our capture really starting to flow in here with a second Octavia even. Then Decadence which is an action that has you choose one, either you exalt, ready, and use a friendly creature, or you move one amber from a creature to another creature. Uh, so getting that amber moved or just ready and use a creature, which can be good. Lapisasaurus, and of course you could do your off Sarian creatures. Lapisasaurus is a four power beast with two armor and taunt, and while attacking it, enemy creatures gain before fight exalt this creature. Uh, which makes them not want to fight it. It's very nice. And then lastly, we have Undignathus, who's a 12-power beast. This is while the tide is low, it can't be. Uh, it deals no damage when fighting. So, yeah, I've had good luck with that. Um, interesting. So this is a deck that has very few effects that care about the tide. I think. I think perhaps the only card in this deck that cares about the tide is Submersive Principle, and we have exactly one card that flips the tide. So, um, yeah, that is really tough for the opponent. Um, but I like it. So, uh, yeah, that seems fun, very controlly without even having Unfathomable in it. That was Benedict who preserves defense. And I hope you enjoyed it and that you will get out and forge some keys. Thanks.